that's all we have to- Are you ready to face the facts? Yes. Then meet your illustrious host, the bit that says, Game Over. Wait, no, that's not the host, that's just everything else. Your illustrious host, Ben Volchok! Ben once made margarine out of an ibis and frequently spreads it on his legs. Please make him welcome! Oh, hello and welcome completely to another episode of The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. If we want to catch the facts, we'll have to fact fast. On tonight's show, there's a remix of Let's Get Loud. Plus, there's facts about bees, walnuts, and much, much more. And yes, as usual, don't forget about this week's prize question. What is a Cockney's favourite fraction of a fruit? Write in if you have the correct answer. But now it's the... Opening monologue. Yes, it's the... Opening monologue. The American presidential election has ended with Donald Trump being elected as leader of the entire United States of America and essentially the Western world. This has determined once and for all that we shouldn't ever have given pixies the right to vote. In other news... And finally, I don't often finish sentences, but when I do... Ah, but right now, at the moment, it's a very interesting thing that's happened, because what's happened was that I was just looking through my illustrious factoscope, and what I saw was... a fact. Which means it's fact time. But first, here's a word from our sponsors. Pandas galore, do you love pandas? Because we love pandas. We've got one million pandas and counting, and we're counting because we love pandas. Do you love pandas? Come down to pandas galore. It's right next to crocodiles galore, but you don't want to go to crocodiles galore because nobody likes crocodiles. Pandas galore, we love pandas. Yes, that's right. You're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation where it's come time now for the first portion of facts for the program. And the first portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program, the theme for the first portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program is... Walnuts! Walnuts are never in the same place at once because they vibrate a lot. Walnuts are also another name for Donald Trump supporters. There are little green elves in walnuts that disappear into the shell as soon as it is cracked. It is the elves in the walnut shell that give it all its nutrition. Too many walnuts in one sitting may cause cramps of the leg muscles. And that was the first portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program, and now for the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program. The theme for the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program is... Tubers! Tubers have a very keen sense of smell. 
There are two trombones to every one tuba in the world. The most common material that tubers are made out of is brass, but the second most common is potatoes. Tubers are the only instrument inaudible to sparrows. And that was the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program, which does bring us to the conclusion of the first portion of facts for the program. But now, there's a caller on the line. Hello there. You've called the illustrious fact show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. What would you like to say? Dagnabbit. Is that it? Dagnabbit. That's all I want to say. Dagnabbit? Yeah. Dagnabbit is all you want to say? Dagnabbit is all I want to say. Well, you've already said more than just Dagnabbit. Well, it's all I want to say. There's plenty of other things that I say, but I don't want to say them. I just want to say Dagnabbit. That's all I want to say. Okay, well, why do you only want to say Dagnabbit? Ain't much else worth saying, is there? We've just talked and talked and said other things except Dagnabbit, but was it worth anything? It could be put forward that our interaction is in fact worth- Horseshit, Mr. Ben, horseshit. It ain't worth anything if it ain't Dagnabbit. Well, dear caller, what is it that led you to such a conclusion? Years ago, I was standing in the attic looking at old photographs of my grandfather. The wind was howling something fierce, and, well, long story short, I lost my footing on that there attic floor and fell down, and all I could muster up to say out of my old mouth hole was Dagnabbit. Just felt right. And from then on, all I ever wanted to say was Dagnabbit. Oh, I said other things all right, but all I wanted to say was Dagnabbit. I see. Dear caller, did you happen to hit your head when you fell over in the attic? You betcha. Well, I guess that tells us everything, doesn't it? Dagnabbit. You called the illustrious fact show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. And if you'd like to call the illustrious fact show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, our number is... Please call soon. Yes, and please do not forget about this week's prize question. What is a Cockney's favourite fraction of a fruit? There's an answer here from Abraham Berger, who writes, Three quarters of an apple. Abraham, nobody cuts apples into three quarters. Ah, but now it's a pleasure of the highest order to introduce the latest instalment of Illustrious Theatre, the part of the show where we attempt to bring a little slice of life to the proceedings. This week's instalment is a terrific new play written by the playwright we featured last week, Adam Stopswater. This week's play is called, quite simply, Groucho Marx's Bulbhorn. So please relax and prepare to enjoy this fantastic new play, Groucho Marx's Bulbhorn by Adam Stopswater. This is Groucho Marx's Bulbhorn. I got it really cheap. Hang on. Wasn't Harpo the one with a horn in the films? Yeah, that's why I got it so cheap. Yes, that was the fantastic new play Groucho Marx's Bulbhorn by Adam Stopswater. This week's instalment of Illustrious Theatre, our attempt to bring a little slice of life to the proceedings. There'll be more of Illustrious Theatre next week. But now it's time for another word from our sponsors. 
Available now, a full compilation of Buddhists in the world of showbiz. Buddhist singers, Buddhist dancers, Buddhist magicians, Buddhist snake charmers, Buddhist acrobats, and Buddhist everything else in the world of showbiz. Yes, grab your copy of That's Zentertainment, your full compilation of Buddhists in the world of showbiz. Available right now, not including Nirvana. Yes, and you are indeed listening to the illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation where it's come to the second portion of facts for the program. And the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program, the theme for the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program is... Modesty! The inventor of modesty can't be too proud of themselves. The inventor of modesty was the composer Modest Mussorgsky. He named it after himself. It is a common misconception that before the invention of modesty, people were all very arrogant. Because without modesty, people had no reason to be arrogant. And so it was only after the invention of modesty that people began to be arrogant. Modesty is the 47th most popular emotion. And that was the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program. And now for the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program. The theme for the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program is... The Cambodian Writing Fox. The Cambodian Writing Fox is native to French Guiana and was so named because in French Guiana they say the fox looks like a Cambodian who is writing. The Cambodian writing fox is also not a fox, but a very small badger that people in French Guiana say looks like a fox. The Cambodian writing fox never actually writes, even though it can. And instead of writing, the Cambodian writing fox sits in its hovel all day, sniveling. The Gambian writing fox could bash the Cambodian writing fox any day. There is only one Cambodian writing fox. The Cambodian writing fox. And that was the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program, which brings us to the end of the second portion of facts for the program. We've got a message here now from Robert Eger, who writes, I have an on-again, off-again relationship with the light switch. Well, Robert, that certainly was illuminating. But right now, it's time for another word from our sponsors. Do you need something to lie down for? Well, why not buy some Holandular Fever? That's right, Holandular Fever. We got all sorts of different kinds of Holandular Fever available right now. We got Holandular Fever in buckets. We got it in cardboard boxes. We got it in sinks and bathtubs. We got it in trucks. Yeah, we got Holandular Fever by the truckload. Holandular Fever all over the place. You just come and get it from us. It's very cheap. And in fact, you can probably get it without paying any money. Just coming to the store. You'll probably have it anyway. So Holandular Fever, come down, grab it, we got Langela Fever by the truckload. It's time now for our illustrious musical interlude. This week we're glad to welcome back DJ Disc Jokey with his remix of the 90s smash hit, Let's Get Loud, which he has entitled, Let's Get Very Loud Indeed. 
So please enjoy DJ Disc Jokey's remix, Let's Get Very Loud Indeed. was this week's illustrious musical interlude, Let's Get Very Loud Indeed, a remix by DJ Disc Jokey. It's time now for our top tips segment with Castellano Thimblestocking, who tonight will be telling us all about the Scottish prefix Inver. Oh yeah, hi, hi Ben. Uh, so, just a, a quick bit of uh, uh, some background. Uh, so, in Scotland, uh, there's lots of place names that start with Hinva, uh, which managed to turn even the dullest sounding name into something majestic and wondrous. Uh, so, for example, uh, there's the words Clyde or Ness, which by themselves are fairly ordinary sounding words. Uh, yet, a simple addition of Hinva turns them into Inverclyde and Inverness, which sound way more impressive. So, uh, with that in mind, uh, here's some more examples of, of some Inver words, like uh, Inverkeith, Invercraig, Invernevel, Inverberrel, Inversheating, Inversmeg, Inversmiggle, Inver the Bachelor. Inver Adam Sandler's entire career. Inver town where I was born, there was a man who sailed to sea. And Inver Bum. So, uh, hopefully you've learned a bit about the Scottish prefix Inver. Uh, back to you, Ben. Yes, thank you very much to Castellano Thimblestocking for telling us all about the Scottish prefix Inver. We've got a message here from Nelly there who writes, I have hermit crabs. Well, Nelly, I guess that's what you get from sleeping with a hermit. 
Right now, though, here's another word from our sponsors. Hey, do you want a sandwich that's just the flesh of animals in between two slices of bread? Well, why not come down to Meats on Wheats? It's the shop for you if you want that, what I just said right now. Yeah, come down to Meats on Wheats and grab a sandwich. It's real cheap. Yeah. Yes, and you're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. It's time now to extinguish the flames of hope and the candles of happiness in Despondency Corner with Alabaster Turquoise. So, take it away, Alabaster. A cut under your fingernail from a strip of paint that's come off a rusty, written-off car, your second-least-favorite uncle-in-law crashed into your already-crumbling brick fence. Custard on a sponge, stuck on a fallen doorframe. Cornflakes sitting in a bowl of sheep's milk for a month. One motorcycle mirror being urinated on by a stray pug. Shriveled baby lemons. Polishing a boot for seven hours only it rips as soon as you wear it and you have to throw it in the bin. Being fired from a sandwich factory. Working at a sandwich factory in the first place. Eyebrow clippers. Yes, thank you to Alabaster for extinguishing everything in Despondency Corner with Alabaster Turquoise. There'll be even fewer flames next week. Ah yes, and do not, that's right, do not forget about this week's prize question, which is, what is a cockney's favourite fraction of a fruit? There's an answer here from Norman Allity, who writes, A third of an orange. That really is absurd, Norman. Oh, but now it's time for our... Viewer Letters. Yes, it's our... Viewer Letters. The segment on the show where each week I read out a selection of letters sent in by you, the viewers, listeners. The first letter this week is from Melanoma Sprouts, who writes, Dear Ben of the illustrious fact show with you, my host, Ben Volchok. I have a most respectable and adorable job, and I love it a lot. You'll love it too. What I do is I help puppies to go to sleep. This is what I was trained in, and I have several degrees and a fairly well-respected standing within the industry. And yet, whenever I tell people what I do, they seem to always shun me and treat me with utter, utter disdain. So please, Ben, of the illustrious fact show with you, my host, Ben Volchok, you see that I have a lovely job helping puppies to go to sleep, so can you please explain to me why people hate me when I tell them I'm a dog napper? Yours, Melanoma Sprouts. Well, Melanoma, the reason nobody likes you when you tell them you're a dog napper is that the word dog napper refers to something else entirely. What it in fact refers to is a person who throws nappies at dogs, and that is rather unpleasant, won't you agree? 
so perhaps refer to yourself as something more palatable, like a puppy slumberer or a snooze hound. Our next letter this week is from Harriet Up, who writes, Dear Ben of the illustrious fact show with you my host, Ben Volchok. Lemons have long fascinated me, both in their solid fruit form and their liquid juice form, as well as the interaction between the two using Newton's third law of the conservation of lemons, which, thanks to you, I know was written in 1718. But over the course of this lifelong fascination, I couldn't help but notice that there was a third possible state for lemons, the gas form, which I don't quite seem to have uncovered yet in my inquiries. It would make me indescribably happy if you, Ben, of the illustrious fact show with you, my host, Ben Volchok, could tell me the secret of uncovering the third gaseous form of that majestic fruit, the lemon. Yours with ultimate affection, Harriet Up. Well, Harriet, lemons do in fact exist not just in solid and liquid form, but also in a vapour form, known quite simply as lemon gas. You can buy it in bottles or cans, and it is incredibly effective against carnations. And that was all the viewer letters that we had time for this week on The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And right now, we've come to the third and final portion of facts for the program. The first portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program, and the theme for the first portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program is... Venice! Venice had the world's first space program landing on Venus in 1946 because of the phonetic similarities. If a Venetian boat rider dies, you send your gondolences. Venice is home to the largest collection of blind people. There are no magnets in Venice, which is why their boats are made of wood. In the 1940s, Venice was home to the most organized crime in Italy, and was known commonly as Venice the Menace. And that was the first portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program, and now for the second and final portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program, and the theme for the second and final portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program is... Bees! Bees love many types of flowers, but primarily sunflowers because they remind them of the peacetime. Bees are in the eye of the bee holder. Please use goggles. When a bee goes achoo, it is the best thing in the world. It is the bee's sneeze. Bees make honey the same way we all do, one leg at a time. And that was the second and final portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program, which brings us to the end of the third and final portion of facts for the program, and indeed the final portion of facts for the program. But now we have another caller on the line. Yes, hi there. This is the illustrious factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok. What's on your mind? I am but a lonely gargoyle sitting on the edge of a cathedral. I have no one to talk to. That is sad. What about the other gargoyles? They all hate me. Why is that? Because I am the biggest gargoyle. 
Surely then they must look up to you. They do. Then why do they hate you? Because it hurts their necks to look up. I am above them all. Does it hurt your neck to look down? No, because I am always looking down. And that is why you are sad? That's the main reason. Are there other reasons? Yes, but I'm not comfortable sharing them on public radio. Fair enough. Well, I think I have a solution. What's that? Well, since you clearly have the ability to operate a telephone, perhaps you can extend that to operating a telephone with video capabilities. That way you and the other gargoyles can converse and see each other without straining anyone's neck. That's very interesting. I might give that a try. Thank you, Ben. Not a problem. You call the Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. And if you'd like to call the Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, the number is... We'd love to hear from you. And now, here's another word from our sponsors. Have you been experiencing unexplained phenomena such as objects that seem to move on their own? Telekinetic influences in your own home and or workplace. Well then, perhaps you have been infested by one of those malicious spirits of the dead. And if so, then perhaps you need one of our 100% genuine poltergeist detectors. Yes, that's right, poltergeist detectors. They're very popular. They're so popular, they're literally flying off the shelves. 100% genuine poltergeist detectors. Come get them now. Yes, and you're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, where it's come time now to reveal the winning answer to this week's prize question. What is a Cockney's favourite fraction of a fruit? This week's winning answer was sent in by Amanda Bull, and the answer is half a banana. Half a banana. Half a banana. Congratulations, Amanda, you have won some walnut shells. And that's all we have time for on this week's episode of The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. We hope you continue remembering it forever and ever. Tonight's thought of the day is, if you have 99 problems but a bitch ain't one, you're probably the bitch. Yes, tune in again next week for another episode of The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And remember, may you all be... Illustrious! The Illustrious Fact Show was devised, written, and performed by Ben Volchok. Keep up to date on facebook.com slash illustriousfacts and tune in next week for another illustrious episode.